0: Welcome and thank you for listening to our Sunday broadcast. Join us as we receive from the incorruptible seed of the Word of God today from Pastor Robert Jackson of Word of Faith Worship Center in Concord, North Carolina.
1: Praise you, Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. I'm just I don't know, I just got a joy. There's just some things that's gonna happen over there. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, let's uh let's stand one more time and we're gonna bring our confession to our possession. This is what the Lord's put in my heart, and like I say, this thing, this possession, this confession might grow. It's probably going to grow. But uh, it's, it's, it's how you, Romans 10, 9 and 10. It says, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and I got saved. I got healed. I got, I got saved in that salvation come, came healing. Jesus removed all my sin as far as the east and from the west. That's how I, I possessed what I confessed. I confessed him as Lord. So this confession is what we're believing God for. Now, you might need to add to it when you leave here some things in your life, but let's bring that forth, our confession here. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we just thank you, Lord. We gather here together in your name, believing that when we confess to you, Father, we thank you. As your children, we're getting our lands, our places of employment, all of our debts are being eliminated. We will owe no man nothing but to love, We claim our great and goodly cities, our houses full of what? Good things. Our vehicles and all the equipment we need to preach and teach the word of faith to the world. Why? To make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Can everybody say amen? Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you, Pastor Reed, for reminding me of that. I think we just need to do it every Sunday, don't we? We just make it a habit and then we won't have to think about it, right? Come on, right? Amen. Amen. Now, we, we ain't, we, some of those people say we, we blab it and grab it, claim it, name it and claim it. But when it's in the Word and it says it's ours, you've got to say something. Faith speaks. Amen. And uh, John the Baptist, I mentioned him, he was a, a loud preacher. He was out in the wilderness preaching, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. And some of the religious people came out there. They weren't prepared for the Lord because he looked up there and called them, you old brood of vipers, what are you out here for? He knew by the Spirit of God, John knew. They weren't wasn't, wasn't coming to repent. They was, coming to see, they was trying to come and mess things up, trying to get a, an inside story and then go back and tell the in reverse, say something John wasn't saying. John was a prophet, amen? And he was prophesying the Lord's, what Jesus was going to do, his ministry. But see, that's what you've got to understand. What God, When you get born again and God puts a vision, the visions in your heart, the world, when I say the world, those that don't have a covenant are not born again, they're not going to understand what you're saying. So don't think, don't try to please them. You're here to please God. And just do what God tells you to do. And in that, you'll walk in victory. I didn't say you wouldn't, you wouldn't have trouble, but you're going to have victory. You've got the victory. The, your faith is the victory. Faith in the word of God. And uh, we're going to be in, that's what we're talking about, faith in God is our title going forward. And that's just, I'm going forward. <laughs> Amen. I don't know when that title is going to change. You're in Word of Faith Worship Center. The Bible says this is the word of faith that we preach, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that you got saved, you will be saved. Amen. And And you can't be a Christian and not have, and not understand faith. Well, I I say, you couldn't understand it, but you've got to have faith. God gives you the faith, and that scripture, that keynote scripture. And if you miss some of our services, you can go on online. Everything is free. Say free. free. I like free. You can go to wofwc.org. You can uh, you got a link to our YouTube site. You can download our messages, listen to them. Don't cost you a thing. But in Mark 11:22, 23. Jesus answered and said unto his disciples, Have faith in God, or have the faith of God. Jesus said, For I say to you that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall say whatsoever you have whatsoever you say. That will work for you, or that can work against you. Because fear is the opposite of faith. If you read the book of Job, and I encourage you read every book, read the books of the Bible, but don't just read the first, second, third chapter and get a, and try to get an understanding of what's going on. Read the whole book. Because I like at the end of the book it tells you why Job went through all this trouble he had, because he didn't understand his words, or he really didn't understand the covenant he had, and he couldn't really understand it because he's an Old Testament saint. He didn't under, he didn't have the revelation that we have that Jesus was going to be the key that was going to set us free. He, he, Job thought all good and all evil came from God. Why? That's what he was taught. That's what he heard. Guess what? That wasn't the truth. Amen? Because the Bible says what Job feared greatly, what? Came upon him. And that's why we anoint and share, you know, she feared bugs, but we won't get rid of that fear, so she won't even focus on the bugs. There might be some bugs there, but if you focus on Jesus, you won't even see that. I used to have fear of spiders. This was before Christ, before I got born again. But still, you can overcome things just by what you believe. Amen? You can overcome things not being a Christian because it's a law of faith that works. That whatsoever things you believe and you speak it, you'll have it. Well, I didn't have faith that, that spiders... I had fear of spiders because I used to work in construction. And uh, even before then, remember the old big writing spiders, them yellow, black... Big old spiders. Men, things are huge, but tarantulas are bigger. But, Sherry, I don't mean to talk about bugs, but. (laughs) A bug's life. You ever been to Disney World? I mean, bug, you know, it's the way you see things. But anyway, before then, those writing spiders, I'll just tell you this. We have to watch what we hear. Because I can remember, this is as a kid, and I don't know how old I was, but I can remember, don't smile at that spider. Don't let him see your teeth. Because if he sees your teeth, He'll write your name in the web and you'll die. I, I was told that. I don't know by who. Probably some of my classmates. So I feared spiders. I, definitely that one. I want to kind of you know, look at him and not open my mouth. But You, you, you can see because they would write things real big and bold and bright in their webs. So just some things. And then one fear upon another fear. Next thing you know, I'm, fear, I'm, I'm scared of all kind of spiders. You know, And construction, <laughs> guy I used to work with, I won't mention his name. He probably wouldn't care if I mentioned it. But he knew I was scared of spiders. And we used to tear off roofs. We do, do roofing, siding. And uh, you have to get in the bushes. You know, when those, take those roofs off. All those shingles get down in the hedge bushes. You know, there's certain times of year you can see all those spider webs in those bushes early in the morning because the the dew's on it. Man, there was all kind of... I said, I ain't getting in them bushes, all them spiders. But you know, sometimes you just gotta do it because what? I gotta get paid. <laughs> Sherry's expecting me to bring home some money, so I gotta, you know, get in there. And I came out of one of them bushes, Tammy, and there was a spider. He was he made he was between my legs. I had shorts on. You know, and he was between my legs, and Jerry let me know there was a big old spider right between your legs, you know, and I'm like, whoo, th- you know, hammers flying, I'm taking my belt and everything off and running, and Jerry's just laughing. Why? He's not scared of spiders. <laughs> but I was. But I tell you right now, 22 years ago, that fear left. It was taken from me. Why? Because faith came. Faith came. Snakes, all the, you know. Now, you've got to use wisdom. I'm not scared of them, but I, have authority. I know I have authority over them. I can tell them where to go, get out of here, and I, I can get hose too. I can get wasp spray, all this kind of stuff. But main thing is, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. And we've we got to understand, when, when we talk about faith, this world is not what it used to be. God didn't create us to be in fear. He's not the author of death. He's the author of life. Fear came when the, when the fall came. When Adam and Eve sinned, the devil came in and all the earth got cursed. The animals even got cursed. The earth is cursed. It's, it's going to earthquakes and volcanics. It, it's dying. It's, it, it's groaning. It's waiting for his for its redemption. Just like us waiting for the return of the Lord to get our new bodies. But until then we can live above the curse. Jesus was under the law, but he was full of grace. You know, his are going to be getting on a plane. That's kind of like Jesus. That's kind of like Peter getting out of a boat to go walk with Jesus. That's the mission. Focus on Jesus, and if you need to, you can walk on water to get to that destiny and reach that destination. Amen? Because they were fearing their dead, they were going to die, they were going to drown. But Peter cried out, said, Lord, I've asked you. Tell me to come. Well, Jesus couldn't lie. It was him. Amen. Come on out here, Peter. Now, whether Jesus wanted Peter to walk on the water or not, he said, come. And on that one word, Peter walked on the water. He walked on top of, that was his mountain. He was walking on top of the mountain instead of the mountain crushing him. Amen. So we're talking about have faith in God. Mark 11, 23 shows us how Jesus said to have faith in God, you've got to believe in your heart and say something with your mouth. So you can't have presumption. In other words, just talk about, we we're talking about vaccines, whether it's medicine, vaccines, whatever it is, this is your number one medicine, the Bible tells us. A merry heart does good like a medicine. This is medicine. You put it in. You put this word in your heart, and it's medicine. It'll work in ways and areas that you didn't. So I'm not. I'm not a chemist. There's some people. Kelsey, she's. You know, she took this chemistry because what? She's in the nursing field. I don't know all that, but I know this. I'm studying this. God set me apart for this to preach the gospel. I don't know it all, but I'm. I'm on my way. And and the Bible says his his word is like medicine to your body. And if you will hide it in your heart, like Reed said this morning, hide it. And your, your heart's got plenty of room. You can't, you can't put too much word in your heart. I'm not talking about your pump. I'm talking about your spirit. Your spirit once you get born again, your dead spirit becomes alive to Christ. You're alive. You have, he puts his spirit in you, the spirit, the, the spirit of Christ. But also, you've got a spirit. And your spirit is limitless. To, now, this is the written word. This is the logo word. And when you read it, not only do you if, you, if you'll listen, the Holy Spirit will give you a rhema word. Rhema is the spoken word. Amen? And there's difference. I don't read this just to read it. I read it to hear it. And when you hear that word, go to Honduras, whatever that word means. That's when you act, act on that word. Do something on that word right there. I remember reading when I, when I got born again and got saved and we was having Bible studies in my home And I was seeking the Lord. Lord, I know you've called me to do something. What is it, Lord? And we would take turns, just like in the synagogues, we would take turns and read the Bible that morning. Me, Sherry, Sherry's brother. And I can't tell you where, Wayne, I read, but I remember it took me to my knees. I fell to my knees and I wept because it says... I've made, or it mentioned minister. When I read that word minister, that's when the rhema, that's when God, it wasn't an audible voice, but it was a that small, still voice, and I went to my knees and wept, and I said, God's called me a minister. He's calling me a minister. A minister. I didn't know what that meant. I thought about, you know, preacher. There's so much more. There's so much more to a minister. It's a friend. It's a counselor. It's, it's somebody to sit down with you and talk with you. I mean, but it's, But it is a minister. There's a five-fold ministry gift of pastor, teacher. I didn't know that, but God, before I was formed, that was my purpose. And so I I, I searched out ministering what it meant and then just kept seeking the Lord. And then when I read the Apostle Paul in the book of Acts, when when Jesus knocked him off that horse of religion because he was persecuting the church, thought he was serving God. He was on the wrong course. Religion will kill you. And send you to hell. I'm serious. That's what religion would do. But a relationship with Jesus, say yes to Jesus, and it'll send you to heaven, and you can be blessed on the earth until you get there. Amen. Amen. So, Vivian, I just gotta say this: that those sounds that sometimes have been those sounds that you would hear that would that are annoying, Jesus has delivered you from that. So, if today is your day to be completely healed and free of it, you just say, all you gotta do is say, "Thank you, Jesus." I am free. No longer will there be anything except your word. Your word is medicine. Your word has delivered me from any... Your words. Amen? And you just receive that and walk free from it. Never again will anything bring discomfort except if it's not the word of God. You know what I mean as far as... I don't, have, I don't receive that. In Jesus' name. That's just a physical... Reach out there and just grab that, Vivian. In Jesus' name. Faith... In God. And I would encourage you to go back and read Mark chapter 11. I'd read the whole chapter before, 11, 12, read the whole book. Hey man, just. But this is where we are. And I'm, I'm not going to go back and read that for time's sake. But I want to mention again Mark 11, 20 and 22. After Jesus had went to the temple, cleared the temple, you know he spoke to the fig tree. And you need to go back and listen to that message about the fig tree. Because when you guys hear fig or see fig, what do you think? What do you you hear? Come on, that's too weak. Faith in God. God. And God made it easy for us. Fig. A fig tree. Faith in God. Because Jesus spoke to the fig tree, cursed it. And Peter said, Lord, the fig tree that you cursed the next day, man, it was dried up from the roots. And Peter said, Lord, look. And Jesus said, have faith in God. Fig. Faith in God. And Jesus said, if you can speak, then then Jesus went from a fig tree to the mountains. He said, look at those mountains over there. If you got faith as a grain of mustard seed, you can say to that mountain, be thou removed to be cast into the sea, and it shall obey you. Amen. Spiders, bugs, don't matter. Faith in God is the key. Amen. Amen. And you get to, I mean, Sherry, I, I just get to the point now, we don't have a lot of flies in our house like we used to. I'm not going around rebuking flies. At one time, I have spoke to different flies in my house. But you know what? I said, that's the favor of God. Right. Remember the Israelites in, the, in, in Egypt? Remember the curse of all the gnats and all that stuff? It didn't come to their camp. So why do you need? Why should flies be in my house? Bug him. You, you, amen. Just where you set your faith. I mean, I'm just seeing that. There's some that show up, but I'm like, what are you doing? You're out, of, you're out of your company talking to the fly. Because there's no, get on out of here. What are you doing now? Because when I see them now, it's kind of like, that's not the normal. But it used to be, you know, open up the doors, man. You think about all the little gnats on the pineapples, you know, if they get ripe, those little uh, fruit flies, whatever they are, those little gnats, they just it's like they just hatch and come everywhere. Now, I'm not saying just sit there and just let things go bad to look for stuff. I'm just telling you, my house is blessed. And the more I walk with the Lord, things just get better. Amen. Don't even have to buy fly swatters anymore. Amen. <laughs> They, they don't like my place anymore. <laughs> amen? Uh, praise God. So, Mark 11, 20, and in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up, and Peter called to remembrance. The master said, Look, the fig tree which you curse is withered away, and that's where the half-faith in God came in. God spoke to that. That's a teachable moment. Amen? So from this day forward, like I said, when you hear faith, you see a fig tree. Think about faith in God. Just go ahead and speak it out. I got faith in. I've got the faith of God to move mountains. Amen. Amen. And this is how faith works. And Jesus, He modeled it for us, for His disciples, and He would relate it to natural things that we see, to how the kingdom of God works. I started with headaches started telling my headaches to leave. used to take goodie powders two days a week, or two, two, two goodies a day, just because headaches would hit. And then I heard somebody preach on the radio that said, I ain't, "I ain't took a headache and I ain't had a headache in 20 years because I take the gospel every day." The word, the gospel. And he, and he spoke to headaches and commanded them to leave to cease, and they obeyed his voice. I said, my God, God's no respecter of persons. If God do that for him, he'll do it for me. And I started speaking to those headaches. This is when I was young, baby Christian, had my diapers on. And the headache left. Didn't cost me nothing. Didn't have to go buy a goodie powder a goodie pack. I never liked taking those things anyway. It's like pasting it. You know, I'd rather take an aspirin than a goodie powder, but the goodies is more effective, I guess, for some reason. This is how faith works. You believe in your heart and you speak with your mouth. And everything that we need everything that Sherry everything that this team needs for that has already been provided for. It's in the ground. It was in the ground in the beginning. And how do you get things? You put a seed and in the, in the, in the ground brings forth. Same way in the spiritual realm. Everything you need, God has given it in seed form. It's in his word. All we need now is revelation. Say revelation. Revelation knowledge is not information. It's Rama, when you read that word all of a sudden God say, Preach and teach the word of faith. Where? To the world. To make ready a people prepared for the Lord. That's that's the vision God spoke to me through his word at different times. And then here at the end in twenty twenty one he said, Your journey he told me my journey has begun. Amen. Wow. Just don't try to figure it out. Just the Lord said it's begun. And in twenty twenty two, he's gonna show me what to do. Amen. He showed me now, but in 2022, I'll just go ahead and confess this, and y'all can go ahead and possess it. 2022 needs to be a year of needs to be your year, my year of double for your trouble. 22, 22. Got any Got any trouble in your life? 2022, we ought to get double for our trouble. Amen. That's kind of the theme that's going to be in 2022. Just a little. Well, I tell you what, Holy Spirit, will show you things to come before they come. Uh, and don't be focused on what's happening in the world. Be focused on what's happened in the kingdom. It's already happened. Jesus has already spoken it. We know some things are going to happen, but it, in the end times, Jesus said it's going to happen. But don't, he said, don't let your heart be what? Trouble. Why? You're going to get double for it. Amen? Don't let your heart be troubled. Be focused on the double. Amen? In, before 2020, everything that been, the devil has been trying to bring havoc in your life, call Double. You can even go further. You can go in the Old Testament and the devil, when you find that he's the thief and you call him out, he has to pay sevenfold in all of his house, the Bible says. Sevenfold ain't seven times is fold. Every time you fold it, it doubles. Come on. It doubles. Amen. Just hold, him, hold the devil accountable. Amen. To the word. So you're a thief. You just stole right there. That wasn't God. Sevenfold, devil, in Jesus' name. See, in Jesus' name. See, this world system is not God's system. This is the Babylonian system, because if it's God's system, we give to receive. Amen. And that's how we grow—is by giving. Amen. For God so loved the world that He gave. So people asking, "What's the laws of the principle?" That's it. Love gives, and it also receives. You need to receive. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Wayne, something bothering you? All right, you ready to receive? All right, which one? Which foot? Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we just lift up, Wayne, we speak to this foot right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. This is the place to get healed. And, Father, we just command this pain, whatever is causing this pain, to cease right now in the name of Jesus. Pain, we take authority over you in Jesus' name. Yes. And we command you to leave his body and for complete healing right now manifesting in the name of Jesus. Yes. Father, we give you, we, we put it underneath his feet right now, Lord. We agree. And, Father, we thank you for that anointing right now, destroying that yoke of, of bondage right now in Jesus' name. No curse in Jesus' name shall overcome us because Jesus became that curse. Thank you. Lord, those, your feet were pierced with nails, Lord, and you took pain so Wayne wouldn't have to suffer this pain, and we just thank you right now for his body is pain-free in Jesus' name. And what, what does Wayne got to do? Thank you, Jesus. Anybody, just thank you, Jesus. Just believe it, receive it, and in thank, thanksgiving with everything. If thanksgiving, let your petition be made known. Thank you, Jesus, for taking my pain. Amen? And we're not moved by what we hear, what we see. The pain's still there. You don't have to pray it again. You just keep thanking God, pain, you, you, you have heard me. Jesus, in the book of Isaiah, said he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. That talks about our pains. And by his stripes, we not not are healed. We were healed. And if we were healed, we are healed. So by those stripes, Wayne is healed. His foot was healed by Jesus over 2,000 years ago, prophesied by Isaiah. And by those wounds, this is where healing comes forth. This is where teaching comes forth. Amen? Let me get on here. Praise the Lord. But that's ministry right there. Many times, Jesus ministered to them, and he just stopped. They bring the sick to him. What was that? Ministry. He prayed for the sick and got them healed. That's ministry. Amen? He is the Word. I mean, the Word brought forth healing. Jesus said, if you... He's talking to believers now. He said, believers will lay hands on the... Sick. And I don't have to lay hands. Why? Because Jesus is the hand of the healer. Yes. We don't even have to lay hands, but we have been instructed, like we anointed with oil, to lay hands on the sick. Not only They shall... Recover. Amen. Wayne's recovering right now in Jesus' name. Yes. Yes, amen. amen. If you need some help, just jump on it right now and receive your healing this morning. Receive it. Amen. But then act on it. See, you believe in your heart and then you say, Wayne's probably done some. He might have walked out of here and done some saying. Amen. But see, you've got to say, foot, you hear me? Eyes, ears, it don't matter. Speak to things. Jesus spoke to, to fig trees. Thank you, Jesus. Have faith in God. And then not only are we to have faith, we're to expect manifestations. Jesus said, Believers lay hands on the sick, cast out devils. He says, Freely I have received, freely I give. Jesus, Jesus gave the church power to tread upon serpents and all the power of the enemy. Amen? We've got to answer to every problem. Faith in God. Amen? Now, different problems might need a different word. Amen? Healing, deliverance. But every word of God is profitable. Amen. Don't think that just because you read the baguettes, and Isaac beget and Joseph beget and beget, there's power in the baguettes. <laughs> Amen. Because Jesus is in the baguettes. See, it ain't it ain't the reading, it ain't the the word here, it's that you decided, I'm going to read this word. And in the baguettes, you can begin to get your healing. Amen? Amen? Jesus is the beginning last time I heard, and he's the ending. He's the beginning and the ending. He's not the beginning of your sickness. He's the beginning of your healing. And he's the manifested end of, I got it. Amen? So, you just keep on walking by faith and declaring who you are in Christ Jesus and, and come to church. Find your good church and plug in and get there. Because this is when we come together. This is school time. Amen. We learning. We're receiving from the Lord. Oh, I think I went to the wrong page. Let me see here. Make sure I'm on the right page. Jordan, I'm sorry about it. I don't have my numbered pages. These are the old ones, but I've actually got numbers on my y'all had to be here last Sunday. My pages are numbered now. Amen. Number one. <laughs> Number two. See, the problem is, having faith in God, is we have been saying what we have. Remember, before Christ, I went to the doctor, and they asked me, they had to fill out the back of the form, and my God, I think it's two, maybe two pages now. Uh, what's in your family history? Your mama, your grandpa? I ain't even going to read the list. You can see it. <laughs> Check off what you know is in there. And a lot of times, that's put before our eyes. And just we were just talking about this yesterday. That somebody we knew, my sister came over and we're talking. They died in their 30s, but they found out all their life they've been saying, "I'm I'm not going to live to be 30. I'm not going to live to be 30 because my uncle, my such and such, had this heart problem, had this kidney failure." And they were what? What were they doing? They were prophesying their future death. Elvis Presley, I'm, I'm, I love Elvis Presley, I've been a big fan, but I remember him saying that he wouldn't live past his mother. He, he really grieved when his mother passed, and he said, I, I won't live past such and such an age, and he didn't. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Amen. We are the authors, Jesus is the author of life, but he said life and death is in the power of God's tongue. No, in your tongue, my tongue. Because he, he, he gave us a free will and a free choice. So, if somebody's bully, bullying you at school, I've been there. I was one of the bullies. Now, I, rep- I got born again, all that's washed away now. But I was one of those bullies. Made fun of people. Didn't look like I did. Didn't hang around with my group. I, but, I, you know, when I, when I got born again, I remember that. And I still said, Lord, I pray if I didn't need damage, because you do damage. Your words bring life or death. Lord, let, let them words fall off of that person. But you, you, you t- if you're a Christian, love that bully. <laughs> in other words you've got to understand now there's time to turn the other cheek and not but I can say God will give you something that will bring the wisdom of God that can bring that bully to his knees and you won't have to sling a punch but now some of them you might have to because some of them just they just full of the devil amen but then I tell you what the word of God will change it'll change your life uh, and I told you about my headaches, talking about the, the Word, how it changed my life, and uh, I heard Brother Andrew Womack, a lot of our teachings, uh, products we have, if you need some, they're out here on the vestibule, CDs, DVDs, we've got uh, a library that's coming together, we can get you any kind of material you need, but Andrew was a, a Bible teacher, he's been preaching and teaching the Word over 50 years now, he's from Texas, he got a Texas twang, and I, I learned so much from him, just listening to the radio, but then I... Andrew Womack's not God. Brother Kenneth Hagan is not God. But they are men sent by God to teach and preach the word of truth and the word of grace. And I heard that, and I just acted on the word and started with headaches and started seeing headaches disappear. And we were raising families. You know what? My wife transitioned from being uh, working manager at Family Dollar to she said the Lord put a desire in her heart, you to be home raising your kids. Teaching your kids the Word of God instead of paying a you ba- now, nothing wrong with our babysitters, but you know what they were missing the critical foundation that the Word of God can put in your life. Now that means she's making she's making some good money and I'm not. You know what that I was we had to pray about that, but that was God. And through that transition, my wife came home, and she actually started a, a, a child care there at the house. It just didn't work out. Won't go into that story. She could tell you some ins and outs of that when you start taking care of other people's kids, you can get into some issues, amen? But the, the point I was saying is we, we we didn't have to rely on the do- We started relying less on the doctors and more on the Word of God. Why? Because the Word was healing our kids instead of having to go to the doctor for anything. Kelsey did have to have her adenoids and her... Uh, she had to have tubes in her ears, and this was before we got born again, that she had real problems breathing so she had her adenoids removed and tubes put in her ears so we went to the doctors but once we got born again and started operating in the laws of the kingdom finding out who we are in christ getting what faith can really do faith can move mountains faith can 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 did make sore throats stop hurting no strep. didn't have to go to the doctor Wow, we exercised our faith in the word of god and saw god heal our babies and our children, and they started, and they walked in it. My God, I remember Dallas when, when, he was probably four or five. You know, we got neighbor, we got the kids, and Dallas was—he was into everything. He was—I call him a runner. He was a forest gump. He ran. He didn't have the things. He—he was a runner. He was always into something, and I can remember he—he he was just running. They were just playing so hard, and he just came and and uh, just threw up right there in the yard, and then took off running. He didn't know how to be sick. He was just, I don't, I don't know, just something hit his stomach. He just got rid of it and just went on back. We didn't, oh, Dallas, come in here. Let's, let's check your fever. Let's do this. Well, we know, we got, we've sown the word in there, and we just saw him react. We didn't, he didn't come running to us. He just got rid of it and went back playing. Why? Because he hasn't been heard about, if you go outside without your shoes on and it's cold, you're going to get a cold, you're going to get pneumonia, you're going to die. These are things i heard I'm, not, I'm talking about me now, my God, Adam didn't have no shoes when God created him. This earth and I even hear now that, that really just putting your feet on bare soil is really good just because of the elements and the material- and the the metals it, it's all good for us it's God's dirt, ain't it? <laughs> reeds cringing up here <laughs> got to know the inside story on that, but what I'm saying is God knew us before he created us. And his word is the most important thing. And we started relying more on the power in the word than the power in the medicine or the doctor. You know, nothing wrong. You gotta understand, I'm not against that. But we transitioned out of that. Our kids didn't suffer. They went from glory to glory. And now they're, they still have to, they have to now work out their salvation with fear and trembling. They got to make those decisions what they're going to do. But God is faithful to his word. I mean, it is powerful. We're going to get to that eventually. Thank you, Jesus. I knew I was on the wrong page. Y'all need to hear that little testimony too, though. That ain't going to happen next week, Jordan. I'm going to have my pages numbered. So Jesus did not say that we would have what we pray. He said, you'll have what you say. Now, it's important what you pray. But don't, don't go pray and then go out here and just say everything negative you just prayed. Because you're going to have what you say. That's why it's so important we're talking about how to find, follow, and fulfill the will of God on Wednesday night Bible studies. The will of God is the word of God, but it's, there's old covenant new covenant. You've got to know what covenant you're in and what Jesus has did. He fulfilled the old covenant, so it's not by, it's not by works, it's by grace now that we have what we say. Amen? It's by grace that it might be through faith. And God gets the glory. Amen? And all you need is that much faith, pure faith, as a grain of mustard seed. You, it's kind of like increase my faith, increase my faith. No, you need to use what you have. It's like that muscle. Um, so let's make this adjustment. Because Jesus said, believe in your heart, and then he said three times. If you'll say, believe in your heart, and then you say to this mountain, after we believe and release our faith, and we need to make sure we're releasing our faith in the word of God, not in somebody's opinion, amen, but in the word of God, in the promise of God, after we believe and release our faith and pray, we pray for Wayne's foot, we pray for that situation to change, don't speak against what you just prayed. You stand fast. When done all to stand, Wayne's going to stand on that foot, and he's going fe- con- to confess his possession that what he's had. He no longer has. I call those things that be not as though I call my foot back the way it was, the way God created before the pain. Amen. This is the way the kingdom operates. Amen. Now I'm preaching. It's in the word. This is what Jesus said. It was in red letters. Jesus wrote it in red letters. You will have what you say. So in other words, say what you prayed, never what you see. See, Jesus prayed that fig tree. Come on. He spoke to the fig tree, but it looked the same way when he spoke to it but the word went to the root it went down below the ground and it died come on it died at the roots god jesus his word severed it from the earth how that happened i don't know that's for the power of god the life source jesus sealed the roots of that tree cursed it to where it couldn't receive from the earth anymore and if you, if you seal... And some people, if, they don't, if they're not born again, they have no life from God flowing into their bodies. They're alive. They, I can see them. They're alive, but they're dead. Phys- spiritually, you understand? See, I was dead at one time, spiritually. But I was walking around, but I was separated from God. I didn't have that life flowing, that spirit of God on the inside of me until I said, Jesus! I believed in my heart, and I confessed Jesus with my mouth, and the roots were opened up. My heart became alive unto God. I got born again. I was born one time from Margie Arlene Jackson. That was my mama. But then, when I cried out to Jesus, I got born from above. See, we all got to be born from down here, but when you get, but we're all sinners. We're all born into sin, even our kids. Until they hear the word, they come to that age of accountability that they got to call on Jesus. Until then, they are covered by God's mercy. Come on, guys. Until you know the truth, God's not going to hold you accountable. I'm talking about babies that's been that's, uh, aborted, miscarried. They're in heaven. They didn't have a choice to say, I believe. They didn't have the choice to get... They're saved. They're innocent. Amen? But when you've heard the word, now you're held accountable. When, and when I say, when you've heard the word and you understand you've got light and you reject the light, now you're held accountable for what you rejected. Amen? When you hear the truth and you believe it in your heart and you reject it then that's a choice you made god gives you the free will to make that choice but who would want to miss god jesus somebody that don't know that he's a good god yeah i had a bad father heavenly father i mean earthly father i wouldn't want that upon anybody and if i thought the same, if i thought god was bringing sickness if god my my father was bringing all this curse on the earth i would not want to have a relationship with him And since some people think that God is bad and that he's judgmental and all these things, but my Bible says God is love. I said he is love. And you can't, that's what he is. That's what he has. Now, love in its pure form is discipline. If I love you, I'll tell you the truth. I said, don't do that. It's going to hurt you. It's going to break you. It's going to cause pain in your life. Amen. Because sin, the Bible says, sin is enjoyed before a season until the truth comes and then it's like, or until death comes. There's death coming in that sin somewhere. Just what Jesus said the wages of sin is death. And that's all kind of sin, you name it, is there. But you don't have to stay there. Jesus delivered you from sin. Amen? And from death, death is connected to it. Praise the Lord. First closing. <laughs> Amen. First closing. Somebody in this church understands that. First page, Jordan. Hallelujah! Last year we got into the introduction. That's as far as we got last week, but that's all right. Amen. We're talking about faith in God. First Corinthians two five. I want you to hear this today. First Corinthians two five. Cause our we got a couple of children that's going to come and bless us with a song at the end of the service. So I'm going to close enough time for them to sing. Amen. That's why I called it the first closing. That gives a... Y'all don't need to know all that. Just enjoy the word. Amen. Enjoy, enjoy the presence of the Lord. See, if, if, ever, if, if, somebody, if y'all don't know what's happening, if I mess up, you don't know I messed up. See, that's why I don't tell you everything. right? Come on, Wayne, say amen, brother. <laughs> so when you mess up, God says, I know. I know you messed up. That's why I sent you Jesus. Amen, that's why I said Jesus. Jesus didn't mess it. Jesus don't mess it up. That's why we're sealed. When you think you've sinned and you've messed up, yeah, you've sinned, but Jesus fixed it up. That's when you just get up and confess it and say, thank you, Jesus. God's not punishing you for sickness. That's not God's... He he punished Jesus for that. Now, we're in a new covenant now. God corrects us with His Word. With his word. And his word is, the Holy Spirit is to, why, why, why aren't you loving my word? God's not going to send sickness. The devil is the one that brings the sickness. When, when you reject God, then you're in darkness and then the devil's out there to steal, kill, and destroy. But God, Jesus said, I came. That you might have life. And it more abundantly. And that's, that's God in a nutshell. Life. And that more abundantly. That's all he has to give. Now, if I reject that, yeah, I can walk in some death and some sickness and all of this kind of stuff, but I don't want to do that. Amen? I want to walk free. And the more you walk in the Word, the more you're going to walk free. So 1 Corinthians two 5, we're in the last days. We're talking about faith in God. This is talking about faith in the last days. It's got to be a faith in God. Amen? Faith in what His Word has said. 1 Corinthians 2:5 says, "This is Paul talking to the Corinthian church, and he's talking about the spiritual gifts. They are born again, but they are all out of order. There's doing, a, there's a lot of things, and what 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 we call those, and it's not a bad name. It's carnal Christians. They're doing what they think is right instead of what is right. In other words, they're born again, but they they need a pre, they need a teacher. They need somebody to teach them. And God sent Paul. Amen." So God sent me today for you, amen, to help preach and teach the word of faith. And I'm going to say what Paul says. If y'all got a problem, you're going to have to speak to Paul. And Paul's going to say, well, you got a problem with me, you got to speak to Jesus. Because he's the head of the church, amen. So, and I don't think you'll have a problem, but your your flesh might. When I say your flesh, if you're doing something and your thought was always what God wanted you to do and it wasn't, uh-oh, you got to make a, a U-turn, maybe that, that is what that scripture means. But 1 Corinthians 2, 5, Paul speaking to the church of Corinth says, I want that your faith, say faith, Amen. should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Yes. Amen. That's in faith we got to have in the last days. Not in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And that's why I kind of started with the vaccines. No, I'm not against vaccines, but what is God, God telling you to do? Amen. And then, like I say, a word, it calls, that is made by men, but those men are created by God. And there's good men and women doctors out there that's making things, but you've got to choose what God is telling you to do. And God will respect your faith in that and he'll protect you. Amen? And your decision, if God will back you and he'll protect you. Amen? And that's where we just settle it in the word. Because there's power in where you put your faith in God and not in men amen and that's where you gotta that's where you got to know that you know that you know that. and if you're not sure that's when you get other that's when you get counseling from Christians brothers and sisters amen in these last days it's going to take faith in the power of God I didn't used to know that there's power in my words and there's power in God's word until I was delivered from unclean spirits, demonic spirits, you name it. I, I don't know. There was all kinds of spirits. See, even in the Bible, you can see Jesus at one time ran, ran across a man that had over a thousand demons attached to his mind, his soul. He was possessed by them. He was cutting himself. He was in a, in a. just say he was in a cemetery cutting himself with chains and fetters. He was possessed until... He went and worshipped Jesus. He fell down at the feet. See, the devil cannot keep you from going to Jesus. That man was possessed, but he had never heard about Jesus. He heard about religion a lot. Religion had him, all kind of things had him bound. But Jesus, he didn't want to be in that state. That was a state he did not want to be in. And When Jesus came to town, when Jesus set foot, when Jesus got out of that boat, he came running to him and fell down. Now, there was two of them, but this one came running and fell down at the feet of Jesus. And Jesus didn't sit there and ask him, how many devils, what's your name, where you've been from, what you've been doing? Jesus said, get out. Because he came in, and that guy got delivered. And it says he was in his right mind. He was in his right mind. And all it took was faith in Jesus. And that anointing, that power, faith in the name of Jesus, there's power. And Jesus demonstrated the power. It's been demonstrated this morning in Wayne's body. In Reed's body, Tammy's body. I'm not the healer, but I believe faith in that name, and faith in that name will set you free. Amen. It set me free 22 years ago. The power set me free. Faith in the name, I was already saved, born again. But that church service, I got delivered of some things. I, I didn't have the understanding, but I didn't have to because I came and I worshipped Jesus that day, that night at that, at that church of God. And the man that was ministering, he was full of the the power. That anointing that was upon him touched my life. Amen? And that power is available to every Christian, every sinner. If they'll just come and worship at Jesus, they can be... See, this guy wasn't saved when he got delivered, when he came running to Jesus. He wasn't saved, but he came to the Savior. Salvation would come eventually after the cross. This is before the cross. The power delivered that man because he knew... I was not created to be this way, and the Creator came out of a boat, and the devil knew. The devil's knew. See, that was a spiritual force, and they could not keep that man from going to Jesus. So, if you're here in this church today and you need something, the devil can't stop you. But what you have, you have to make a step. Come on, you have to act on what you believe. He saw Jesus. And he knew this. He knew he'd heard about Jesus. This guy had heard about. And he acted and he stepped and he now he didn't step, he ran to Jesus and fell at his feet and worshiped. Just like that young rich ruler. And Jesus delivered him. Faith in these last days is going to take we got to know that there's power in God to walk in victory over this spirit of fear. Come on, spirit of fear, I'm gonna call it like it is. If anything is not of faith, it's fear. And God has not given us a spirit of fear. So you don't want it's not yours. So don't let it tag you. Amen? Don't let it tag you. Ever play freeze tag when you were little? You're it. You're froze. Fear will freeze you in your life. It'll freeze you. I'm not saying you can be born again and still be caught up in fear, be bondage to fear. I don't play that game no more. We don't play the freeze tag fear game no more. Amen? It's okay to play freeze tag. Not fear. Don't let it tag you. That's not you. If you're born again, you, are that, you do not identify with fear. Amen. Not even a little bit of bugs or spiders. See, if you can start that little, Jesus said if you can do the little, you can do, you'll eventually do the greater. There's greater things out there. There's cancer out there. And when I say greater, I'm talking about according to what man's, come on, what man's wisdom can do. There's a cure for cancer. There's a cure for AIDS. Man says there's no cure. Man, that's right. Remember the man at the pool of Bethesda? He was ready to get healed, and Jesus, and, and, and Jesus said, w- 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 won't you be made whole? He said, there's no man. There's no man to put me into the water. That's our problem. We've been relying on man's wisdom instead of the wisdom of God. And I don't, have to, I don't have to understand it. I just believe it. I believe when I spoke to Wayne's foot, Jesus healed it. I believe when we laid hands on Tammy. Sometimes God will give me, the Holy Ghost will give me a wisdom, but sometimes I just got to b- truly believe that Jesus is going to do what he said he did. And then you just got to act on it. For every action, there should be a reaction that's either positive or negative. If you'll act positive like Jesus said, it'll happen. Amen. I heard some rumbling, Angel. We're we getting close. Our second closing. Amen. <laughs> We're in the second. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. i tell you what, before the kids come, Wayne, if you want to minister for us, Watch him walk over here healed in Jesus' name. Amen. He might still be in some pain, but the pain's already heard. It's been dried up from the roots. So we're going to... It might not be tomorrow, Wayne. It might be before we leave the church. We're going to see the manifestation. Amen. It might happen while he plays. The main thing is we say what we pray. That he's healed. You're healed. If anybody's in this place, we're going live... Facebook Live too to the world. If you're in this place today and you're in a spirit of fear, fear of dying, that means you might not know Jesus. Your opportunity today is to say yes to Jesus. Believe that Jesus, that God loves you so much that He sent His only Son through the birth of a virgin birth, of the Virgin Mary. Jesus came forth, lived a sinless life and said, Father, not my will, but your will be done. I'm going to go to that cross. Despising the, saint, the shame, Jesus said, he endured that cross because he saw multitudes, millions, billions of people that would call on his name. And if, you're calling, if you have never called on Jesus today, that's all you've got to do to get born again and be saved. Jesus said, all those that believe and call on the Lord shall be saved. So if you haven't called today, if you're here in this church, I'd ask you to do one thing, a couple of things. Call on the Lord Jesus and then Jesus said, if you'll confess me before the before people, I'll confess you before the Father. Make a confession to somebody about Jesus, whether this the priest, it don't have to be the pastor, the, it needs to be somebody. Because what you're doing is you're saying now, Jesus is my Lord. If you're here today in this church and you need and you've never done that, everybody just bow your heads. If you're here today in this church and you've never received Jesus, Never said yes to him. I'd ask you to make that confession today, just by putting up your hand. You want to do that? If you're watching by Facebook Live, I can't see you, but Jesus can. And if you need to receive Jesus, just all you got to do is say what I say. Say, Father, let's all just say this: Father, in the name of Jesus, I call on your Son. My journey has begun because you said. If I would call on the name of the Lord, Jesus, I would be saved from my separation, which is my sin, from my Father. So if you made that confession, you are born again. You just went from death to life. Now find you a church that believes in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Scriptures. And you get rooted and grounded in that place so you can bring forth fruit of salvation and if you're here this morning and, and you've heard this message you got any fear about anything you want me to agree with you, pray with you I'm here to stand with you our church is here to pray with you I'd ask you to come forth everybody just bow your head and just pray as, as Wayne ministers if there's anything you need agreement on we can put it to the test today we can put it to God's test today any fear any doubt Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. If you got a bad report, maybe from a doctor, I'm here to say there's another report that you can believe. It's the report of the Lord. The report of the Lord says you are free. You can be free from fear. Free to live a life Free from fear. The fear of death. And all the effects of that. So Father, I just thank you right now. I call your people free. We thank you, Lord, for this message. That we're going to have faith in the last days. We're going to have faith not only in the Word, but in the power that comes with your Word. That, Lord, we just thank you, Father God, for for Sherry Castor. We thank you already right now for the power... It's going to be released through her words. And Lord, she's going to see people She's going to see people healed, set free. She's going to see miracles take place in Honduras right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. It's not by might, it's not by strength, but it's by Your Spirit that's in man that we're going to see God's plan in His hand over the whole world. And we give You the praise for it. We give You the praise for it. In Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Now th- Thank you for joining us today at Word of Faith Worship Center. I pray God's grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then according to Romans 10, 8 through 10, the word is nigh to thee in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you will confess with your mouth Jesus as your Lord and believe that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart you believe unto righteousness, and with your mouth confession is made unto salvation. We would ask you today to simply say yes, I believe this, and I say yes to Jesus. Now if you just received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we would encourage you to get into a good church. Our church is located at 757 Harris Street, Northwest, Concord, North Carolina, 28025. And you can also find us on the internet at wordoffaithworshipcenter.org or wofwc.org. We hope to see you soon. Blessings.